Looking forward. Okay. Daf Dalid. We're up to page number four in Mesechta Rajana. Beautiful Daf. And we are up to the very bottom line on Gimel Amad Beis, 3B. And we're talking about, um, we're talking about Koresh Daryabesh. Yeah, that, that we said in the beginning of his reign, he was a tzaddik, and therefore we count his months from the same years as a Jewish king, from Nisan. From, from, uh, yeah. However, then he became chametz. Right? Towards the end of his reign, he became chametz. And therefore, we started counting his years according to a Goyish king in Tishrei. Okay? Good? So far, so good. That's, that was the conversation we were ending off with. And we're up to Maskifla Rev Kahana. Bottom line on Gimel Amud Beis. Everybody have the place? Yeah. Maskifla Rev Kahana. Mi Hichmet. Did Kairish Taka become Chomets? I But it says in the Pasuk, we now turn to today's Daf Taftal. Listen to this. This is referring to when Ezra went back to Eretz Yisrael to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash with Kairish's agreement, what did he tell Ezra? Listen to these psukim. Umo chashchan ubnei tairin v'dichrin whatever they need. Bulls, v'dichrin, rams, imrin, sheep, la'alavon, la'alav deshmaya, to burn to their God, to Hashem. Chintin, oil, uh, wheat, melach, salt, chamar, uh, wine, umashach, anointing, referring to oil, kememar kahanye dibirushalayim, according to whatever amount the kahanim say they need, lahave miyasin lahaim yoyim biyoyim diloshalu. You got to make sure that they have enough every day and don't miss a day. So, what is, what's kairish slash daryavish? What is he saying to us? Is he a tzaddik? <laughs> Apparently. Right? We're going back to Eretz Yisrael. And what, what are the instructions that he's sending us with? He's saying, Chevra, make sure, he's telling his servants, make sure that the Yidin, that Klal Yisrael, has whatever they need. Sounds like a tzaddik to me. Right? Sounds like he's, uh, he's doing ganz fine. Omelay Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Rabbi Metunach. Rebbe, I am going to answer you from your same Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Why? Listen to this, it's so beautiful. Why did Daryabesh Kairesh, why did he tell his servants to make sure that the Yidin have whatever they need in the Beis HaMikdash? Listen to this. So that, you know why I want them to do this? So that it will save Lechaye Malka Ubenaihi. I want the Yid and bring their carbonus. You know why? As a blessing to me and my children. Meaning, he wasn't doing this for Klal Yisrael. He was doing this for himself. He wanted a base on Mikdash because he knew that the Jewish God had power. The, what was the Gemara's question? How could you tell me he turned sour in the end? He let them do whatever they want. The answer is yes. He made sure we had the Kahanim needed whatever they needed. But that's only because it was for selfish reasons. It doesn't mean he was Taka Tzaddik. Says the Gemara, one second. Rega, Rega Nahag. Rega. When somebody does something, he's not a Tzaddik. Right? Somebody who acts like this, it's not a Gitazach. It's not a good thing. Well, time we learned in a Let's talk about 
If somebody says, I'm going to give tzedakah on condition that my son has a refuah shalemam, or I'm giving tzedakah because I want to go to Gan Eden. Why are you doing this? Because you are selfish. Yet what does the Brisa say? Such a person is a tzaddik gomor. Bottom line is, you gave tzedakah. Bottom line is, you gave tzedakah. Doesn't make a difference why. So according to, as the, it says the Gemara, who cares if Dayavesh did it for his own personal selfish reasons? You're still a tzaddik. You helped Yidin, you helped Klai Yisrael. It says Gemara, like Kash, there's no question, can't be so, can't by the Gechav. Listen to this, this is fascinating. When a Yid gives tzedakah, so that his child has a refuah shalema, or to achieve Ilam Haba, that Yid is a tzaddik gomer. But when a guy does it, no, it's not tzidkus. You want to know why? Not because... Of, not because Yidin are better. You know why? Because what happens if my if this Yid's child does not have a Rafu Shalema? Does the Yid regret giving the tzedakah? Of course not. Of course not. A Yid never regrets doing the mitzvah. See, even when a Yid says that I'm doing it with the intent that my child has a Rafu Shalema, even if it doesn't, it's automatically, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your intent was. You're a tzaddik gomer. Because the Baisa, that's who we are as Yidin. Our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not dependent on this tzedakah. We're hopeful. We hope that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to follow this chos. This added chos will help us. But we're really giving it for the mitzvah. That's ultimately what we're getting it for. There's a beautiful vart. Um, there's a medrash. I don't recall offhand. I gotta look it up. I know it's where exactly. I believe it's a medrash Tanchuma. Um, and the Pasuk tells us referring to the things that were donated to the Mishkan, the various items and valuables that were donated to the Mishkan in the Midbar, it says, this is what you should make, this is what you should donate, um, all of these skins, so on and so forth, right? Then it says, Zohav Kesef Unachayshas. You should donate gold, silver, and copper. So the Medrash says, Zohav, gold, and silver, kesef, and nechayshas, copper, not only are referring to the value of the metal, it's also referring to the value of the mitzvah. Zohav is a golden mitzvah. How so? Because Zohav is the letter Zion Hebez, which stands for Zeh Hanosein Bari, a person who gives when they're healthy. When a person gives, there's no tsaris, there's no problem. And you still give tzedakah, that's a golden a giver. I'm a giving because I'm a giver. You don't need to you don't need to pull me to, to give tzedakah. Kesef, what's kesef? Silver, right? This is all good. This is all good, but silver is a little bit of a lower level. Uh, kesef is kishayesh sakana pedu. When a person has a danger, chaf samachvei. They want to redeem themselves from the danger. That's silver. Nechayshes is nunchet shinsof nesinas chole sha'omar tenu. The giving of a sick person who says, just give, the guy's on his deathbed. And he's like, just give, just give. What am I going to do with this money anyway? I'm, I'm, I've got one foot in the grave, the other one a banana peel. I, I don't got much time left. So let me just give all my stuff to tzedakah. That's, that's copper. 
it's still it's still giving for Akadosh Baruch Hu. It's absolute tzedakah, right? Each one says our brisa here is you're a tzaddik dama. Halavai we would give without without Hashem twisting our arm and having us say uncle. But either way, whether it's zov kesef with the either way we're yidden and yidden no matter what our, no matter what we're doing it for. Ultimately, it's a giving. We're doing this for the Abish the mamish beautiful. Oh, Gavaldik. Gavaldik, yeah. Uh, Simcha is mentioning Gemara in Abedazara, I believe. Yeah, the Gemara in Zara talks about that in the times of Mashiach, all the nations of the world are going to come in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they're going to claim their payment. Right? Even though they never really did it. They're going to say, oh, look what we did for Klal Yisrael. Look what we did for Klal Yisrael. Yeah, look, we built bridges, we built airplanes, we did this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, yeah, but that wasn't your intent, so it doesn't count. Same thing, uh, same thing as over here. Beautiful. Okay, Viter. So we have one shot as to how we know Daryavesh became Chametz. What's the answer? What's the first approach? He became Chametz because he did this for himself. Yeah, he let us do stuff, but it was for selfish reasons. That's one approach. Approach number two, another Mekar that he became Chametz. The Tom says, just a little addition to this, the reason why there's a UN, which is completely valueless, they have no power. What's the UN? What is it? He says it's this Gemara by Dezara. This Gemara by Dezara, that he says it's just, it's part of Mashiach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu purposely created a panel of all of the countries in the entire, around the globe, where they're going to come and knock Klal Yisrael. And then Mashiach's going to come, and they're going to come and say, oh, look what we did, look what we did, all the bridges, all the airplanes, and, 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 and. and the reason why they're going to say that, by the way, is because, look, there's a beautiful pshat, I heard this from Rebaran Winters, a friend of Rocha. He, uh, I, 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 um, I was in uh, Tick, they were having some sort of event, he said a beautiful pshat, I forget who he quoted, he says, what, the Goyim are, who, who are they fooling? They come, look what we did for Kaiser, we built airplanes, we built bridges, who, who are you fooling? You did this for yourself, like, what are you even thinking? He said, a beautiful var. He said, no, you know what's going to happen in times of Mashiach? Everything's going to become so emesdic that the Goyim are going to realize the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu even gave us the Kayach to do this is only for Tyra. They're, it's going to become so clear to them that the whole reason, that, that this was talked of the whole purpose. It wasn't to go to the Mets and Yankees game. That's not why there's a Verrazano Bridge. The Verrazano Bridge is so you can go learn in Lakewood. They're going to know that and they're going to be like, oh, hello, so look what we did. Because brothers say, if that wasn't your, if that wasn't your intent at the time that you did it, for a guy it doesn't count. For a guy it doesn't count. All right, beautiful. All right, Vaiter. Be by Zeminol and Dechmet. It's another another source that Dayavish Kairish became became Chametz. Dechsev Nidvachim Diyavel Galol. It says, listen to this. When uh, just I'll give you a quick introduction. In the when the base Megiddo was allowed to be rebuilt, so part of the way that it was rebuilt was with wood put between the various levels and rows of marble. Now, why is it necessary to support marble with wood? Is it necessary? We'd say not. So it says the Gemara like this. You know how we know Daryavish became Chametz? Because when he built the base, when he allowed the base to be built, he insisted that there was three rows of wood in between the rows of marble. Why? In case Kaisol ever rebelled, he'd have a quick burn down. I'll let you do this. I'll let you do this, but I don't trust it. 
And therefore, the moment you start rebelling and you're using this base amikdash for something else, it's gone. It's like he had the matchstick ready, ready to go. Says the Gemara, Tuchsiv, Nidvachim di oven galot prosa, Nidvach di chados venapkas be malka tiyo. There's going to be three rows of marble, three rows of wood. Lamali davenachi. Why did he need to do that? Savar, you know why? Because he thought he mar to be yudai yiklad benuya. He he wasn't he's he was letting us do it, but like it was politics. He didn't really he didn't really care so much about us. The Gemara says one second. You have a problem with there being wood by the marble in the in the second base on Mikdash. Even the first base on Mikdash built by Shlomi Amalek had wood. He also had chiseled out stone and beams. Sigmara says, very nice. First of all, it depends where you put it. When he did it, it was for beauty. He put the beams high up where it wasn't easily accessible. All right? And it wasn't, it wasn't easy to start fires. It was, uh, he had, uh, you know, the fire department helped him do it safely. Shloimai, um, yeah, so Shloimai made it higher. Also, Shloimai shakeh bevinyana iyu l'shabmina. Hamelach made it that the wood was behind and it wasn't easily accessible. Not only high, it was also away and not easily accessible. And Viter Shloimai sadie besida iyu l'shadie besida. Shloimai covered over the womb, the, 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 the wood, with sid, with plaster, to make it not flammable, and Daryavish did not. Meaning, Daryavish made sure that, that there was ganz fine options. If there ever was a rebellion on behalf of Kaisal, he could say, away with this building. And therefore, you know, and, and, and therefore you see that he, he was sour. He was chametz. He, he wasn't all in. He wasn't all in at the end. Okay. Rabbi Yosef, some say, what's Rabbi Yosef say? Yeah. See, the word says menolam, but there's a alat, there's a gimel. Menolam di ichmet. How do you know the game chametz mehacha? I'll prove it to you from here. It says, Daryavesh said to me, and the shegol, the shegol, a shegol is a, a female dog, okay? That sat next to him. My shegol. What is this shegel? Omar Rabba Barlima Mishmedirav says Rabba Barlima in the name of Rab. Listen closely, it's Kalbasa. Okay? Daryavish had a female dog as his, we'll see in a moment, as his queen. Okay? Alameyata Al Mari Shmaya Mamta, you made yourself very high against Shamayim. Lumanosa, the Besaya, and all of the uh, utensils of the, of his house, okay, the, of the Akubz Baruch Hu's house, Habis Kadomach, they were in front of you, Va'ant, and you, Verav Ravonach, and your Choshava people, your Ravonim, not, not, not Jewish Ravonim, but you know, Goyish leaders, Shegolsach, and your Shegolsach. Okay, which we know is a female dog, but the Gemara is now saying, like, how does if it's a female dog, how does it fit in here? You talk about all the fancy schmancy people. What is a shegel? What's it doing here? Ule chesonach and your wives, chamra shosin behind. They were all drinking wine from the vessels of the Beis Hamikdash. 
Bishegel Kalbosa, if Shegel's a dog, ask the Gemara, Kalbosa bar Mashtaya Kamrahi. You ever see a dog drink fancy wines? Yeah. He's a drinking uh, Chardonnay. You ever see do dogs aren't into this stuff? Gemara says, Holy Kasha, the Mafale Bishosaya. Daryabesh trained his dog to be a fancy schmancy wine drinker. Okay? Gemara says, What's going on? What do you mean? But now that it says princes, they, they show your value. And the shegal stands on your right. With a kesem uh, is a uh, uh, like a stamp, uh, a stain, a stamp. Eifir, um, which is like a valuable type of gem. If Shegel means a dog, what does it mean that the, the Shegel stands next to you? What does that mean? This is talking about when the Navi was telling Kaiso what it's going to be like in the good times. He's telling Kaiso there's going to be Shegel. What does a female dog have to do good for Kaiso? So let's explain this puzzle. Listen to this, it's fascinating. Say what you want about dogs. Whether it's mutter to own one, not mutter to own one, tough conversation, especially in St. Louis, right? Over the Misa, dog, the relationship between a dog and its master is a very loyal relationship. It's a very loyal relationship. Even when there's tsaris, there's a particular bond and loyalty that dogs have to their masters. And the Navi was saying the beauty of Kal Yisrael is that the same, the same dedication that the Goyim have to other things, we are like dogs to our master. Meaning, even if it's not great, we're always, we always consider HaKadosh Baruch Hu our master. That, that's not going to change. And that's a, that's a Maira. You can also explain that a Shegel really is referring to uh, why is he calling his queen? Um, yeah, it's, it's a dog. The, the dog was his queen. Why are we calling the dog his queen? Because Daryabish Mamish like married this dog. Okay? That he sat it on his right side. Mamish like sat like in the queen's throne, like as if where, where the queen was supposed to be. He sat a female dog. So that's another. How could a person be like that? How, how could a person treat an animal as if it's like a human being? It must be. He was, he was chametz. Yeah, he had no shaykh as to what a human being is. It's another makar that shows us that the Yavish became chametz. It says from here, Ad kisaf kakrin ma'ah. There was up to a hundred kikar of, of uh, silver. There was a uh, hundred core of chita, wheat, and a hundred core of um, there's also a hundred core of wine. I bought the moshach ma, a hundred core of of uh, oil. Umalach Okay, and there was a lot of salt. Meikara, but like tzusa v'hashdav tzusa. Says the Gemara. Originally, what happened was when he allowed us to rebuild the base of Mikdash, he he basically gave us a a empty check, and he said, "Go build the base of Mikdash." I, how much could we spend? Don't worry. Just go build it. 
And then eventually he said he could only have up till 100. So you see, you could only, he, he made specific, you see at the end, he wasn't so into it. He kind of became chametz. Says the Gemara, who says that's true? Just because he gave a number at the end means that he became chametz. But Doma, maybe originally he's like, they're like, how much should we spend? And he says, blank check. And they went to start building the base of Mikdash, and they gave an estimate, and they said, you know, we expect this. So he said, okay, so give a hundred. Doesn't mean he's doesn't mean he's getting sour. Doesn't mean he's becoming It could just be uh, Matthias. The Gemara says, you're right. That can't be the source. Rather, we're going to go back to the original sources of the dog, and so on and so forth, of proof that the Yavesh um, became Chometz. Period. Gewalt. All right, that's the end of uh, that fun journey <laughs> of, uh, of Daryavish and Kairish. That wraps up that Gemara. All right. Mishnah. the Mishnah, we said in our Mishnah that Nisan is the new year for kings on documents. That's how we got onto this whole conversation. And for Regalim. What halacha is for Regalim? Okay. Let's introduce this Gemara and we'll spend a minute or two on this and that'll help us understand as we move along. I'm going to give one example. Somebody makes a pledge to the Beis HaMikdash that they are going to give, donate a thousand shkalim. When do they need to pay up by? How much time do you have to pay up a pledge? What do you say? You say before that Rosh Hashanah. So let's say you pledge it two days before Rosh Hashanah. You have one day to pay up your pledge. And if you pay it 353 days before Rosh Hashanah, you have almost an entire year. That's what Rabbi El says. Reb Simcha says you have three regalim. What does it mean you have three regalim? What does it mean you have three regalim? Give me an example. So you got to pay up by Sukkot? So if let's say you make a, a, a pledge Erev Pesach, you're going to have six months. You can't go through Sukkot. That's what you would say. Okay, good. Alright, but this conversation here, we're going to see that there's opinions like both of you. Um, this conversation here is going to get into the halachas of regalim. The new, when do you start the cycle of you need to pay up obligations? When does it start? Does it start from the day I'm at now? Does it depend on how many um, Taivim we have, right? Let's see, it's a fascinating, this is gonna be a beautiful Gemara. This is gonna take us for the for the, the large part of the dot. Here we go. Villa Regalim. Regalim, Bechavanisanu, says the Gemara, do Regalim start on Nisan, Bechamishas, Venisanu. If you're gonna start counting Yamim Taivim, which we know, right? Yeah, it says in the Torah, the Pesach in the Torah. Yeah. So says the Gemara, when is Pesach? It's the 15th day of Nisan. Yeah. What we mean is the month that has Pesach in it is the Rosh Hashanah. Okay. Nafkamina. Let's get into this. What's a Nafkamina? Who cares when you start counting the years for a golem? Listen to this. The difference is Lenaider when somebody makes a pledge. Lemeka Malebavalta Acher. 
to establish balta akhar. Balta akhar means do not delay, do not hold off on paying your obligations. That is the opinion um, of the Rebbe, um, the Rebbe Shimini, and this Mishnah, which tells us that if you go through the, the, the Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, and you don't pay up a neder, is the opinion of Rabbi Shem. Let's see, the Tanya. Because we learned the following b'risa, and this b'risa is what Rabbi El and Rabbi Simcha were quoting. Let's go. Whether a person makes a vow to pay his value, whether a person makes something hectish, or whether a person obligates himself in erechin. Erechin is a set particular amount that you need to pay depending on whether you're a male or female and the decade of life that you are in. Once you pass over three regalim, if you haven't paid up by the third yomtiv, when the third yomtiv passes, then it's about the acher. Okay? Rav Shimon Shimon says the three regalim need to be kesidra. So the three regalim, that first opinion of the Tanakhama was what Simcha said. That you pass over any three yomim taivim, you're over about the acher. Rav Shimon says no. You're only over about the acher when you pass over a Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot in order. Meaning, according to Rabbi Shimon, if I make a vow, Matzei Pesach, if I make a, a pledge, I'm going to have the whole year through Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. You're, you can't miss a Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot in order. That's Rabbi Shimon. Right? Sometimes your obligation to pay up is going to be three regalim, sometimes four regalim, sometimes five regalim. The example that we just gave, Ketzad, if you make it right before Pesach, you have Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. The Lefnei Atzer, if you make it before Shavuos, then you're going to have Shavuos, Sukkot, yeah, five, five. Shavuos, Sukkot, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. And Lefnei Achag, if you make a pledge before Sukkot, so then you need to pay up before four regalim. You're going to have Sukkot and then Pesach Shavuot Sukkot. Okay. Turn up on the rabbis learn so should we. Those who are obligated in particular amounts or for an Erechen. Hacharam v'achdeshois, cherem, hektesh, chatois, v'ashamois, yechayev a karbon, a karbon chatas, a karbon asham, oilis, a shlamen. Tzedakah, you're obligated in Tzedakah. Umaisrois, bachar, you have to bring a bachar, umaiser, upesach, you're obligated to bring maiser. Or a carbon, uh, a carbon Pesach, which Gemara is going to get into. What do you mean? Carbon Pesach only bought her Pesach. Yeah, how are you going to have three regalim? So we'll, we'll talk about this. Top of Amud Beis. Leka Shechu Peya. Kivon Shovel Abalayim Gimel Regalim. Oil about the Acher. So Tanakama says three regalim. Not Rib Shimon. Yeah, any three regalim, you're chayiv. Doesn't have to be Pesach first. Correct. Correct. According to Tanakama. But Rib Shimon says it needs to be Pesach first. Shleisha Regalim Kisidron. Rav Meir, Aymer, Rav Meir says, Kivon Shavar let regal echad. Aver balta acher. Any yomtif. This is what Rabbi El was touching on. According to Rabbi Meir, okay, any yomtif passes. As soon as you make a pledge before a yomtif, must be paid up before the next yomtif starts. Rabbi Elazar ben Yaakov, Aymer, Kivon Shavar let shnei regal ma'aver balta acher. You can't pass over two. And Rabbi Elazar ben Shimon, Aymer, Kivon Shavar let chagasukais. It's all dependent on Sukkis. All right, let's get into these five interesting opinions. Again, opinion Tanikama is three regalim. Opinion number two is three regalim in order. 
right, of Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. That's Reb Shimon, okay, which could end up being up to five. That's Reb Shimon. Opinion number three is Reb Meir, who says you have any one particular yomtiv. Opinion number four is Reb Elazar ben Yaakov, who says any two. And the last opinion is Reb Elazar ben Shimon, who says um, Sukkot. It's all, it's all about, uh, it's all about Sukkot. All right, let's go through these opinions and why they hold what they hold. My time is Tanakama, what's the reason for Tanakama? That if you have a chiyuv, you cannot allow three, any three regalim to pass. Says Gemara Mechti, let's see. Meinayhu solik, lamali lemadar mechta b'chag hamatzayis b'chag hashvoyis b'chag hasukos. Beautiful. It says that sholish pam b'shana yirel kol zechorachos p'nei Hashem You shouldn't come to see Hashem empty-handed on the regalim. And then it says chag hamatzayis shvoyis and sukos. We know you're talking about the Regalim. Why are you going to mention Matzah, Shavuos, and Sukkot? Shema Mino, So let us know that, that these three are Baltacher. Yeah, you, you need all three for Baltacher. It's not just any one Yom. Rib Shimon Aimer, Rib Shimon says, Why does it say if the Pasuk started with Chaga Sukkot? The reason is to tell us that that's the last of the regalim. Hence, it's Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Okay. Reb Meir, according to Reb Meir, who says any one yomtiv, my timer. Why does he hold about the achas any yomtiv? Bossa shama vevesa shama. He says you should come to the base of Mikdash and you should bring it. Next time you come to the base of Mikdash, you got to bring. You got you got to you got to you got to bring your chiyuv. You got to bring your pledges. Verabonim. What's the reason for? Uh, what's the reason for the? Rabbanon, Zokti Gemara. I lost the place. I'm sorry. Hahu laasei. The Rabbanon say no. The mayor's wrong. They say Hahu laasei that the reason why it says Ubasa Shama Vavesa Shama is telling us what you're supposed to do. Okay, that's laasei. The mayor, the mayor's going to say no. Kivan Darmalei Rachmana. I see Vilaya. I see. Once Torah tells you to do something to bring it, and you don't end up bringing it, that's enough. Yeah, Memela come lay the That's I hold. That's the Baltach. Okay, fine. What was the next opinion? Opinion number, what do you have to? Reb Tanakama, Reb Shimon, Reb Meir, and Reb Lash ben Yaakov. Okay, so number four. Reb Lash ben Yaakov, who says any two, right? My time, what's the reason? These chiyuvim, you got to bring them in the proper times. What's mayadechem, right? And you're mayadim, which is plural. It's a minimum of two. So you're not allowed to wait more than two before you, you take care of your chiyuvim. The Rabbanon, the Rabbanon are going to say, no, that's not a good raya. There's another limud of Rabbi Yaina from this Pasuk. Rabbi Yaina, Rabbi Yaina says, Hukshu kolam yadam kulam zelizeh, shakula mechaper maltumas mikdash v'kadoshav. They're all mechaper for the tumma mikdash v'kadoshav. Meaning, if, if um, the carbon musaf of yomtif was machaper for the Averis, if anything ended up bringing, uh, being brought in the Beis HaMikdash in the state of Tumma, so the, the Karmosov of each uh, Yomtif was machaper for that. That's Mayadechim. Mayadechim doesn't mean you have to pass over two regalim, or Abundance, say it means each, the plural, any one of the regalim, any one of these three, um, the, the, carbon, uh, the carbon counts for, as the proper chavis. Uh, okay. For Blaz Rabbi Shimon, my time, what's the reason for Blaz Rabbi Shimon, who says that as long as you pass over a Sukkis, Rebbe Baltacher, his fifth opinion. Says Gemara, the Tanya, we learned in a Brisa. Rebbe Shimon says, 
But the Pope didn't even say Chag Asuka. Shaboy Diber Akosov. Loma Namar. Why are you mentioning Chag Asuka? Is Loimar Shazeh Gairim. That Chag Asuka is the ultimate cause of Balta Acher, and it's you don't need any other Yomtiv whatsoever involved. If a person, if a person, uh, you know, takes a vow before Sukkis, no matter what, as soon as Sukkis passes, even the day before, you have one day. If you did a Matzi Sukkis, you got an entire. Uh, you got an entire 354. Okay. And now what the Gemara is going to do is we're going to hold it here because we're, start, we're not done the daf, really. You know what? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We'll stop. We're, we're starting a new sugya. Okay. And what the sugya is going to do is one, wonder, go through these five opinions and say, why is each one, you know, got, why does each one got a problem with the other one? It's going to take us well down onto tomorrow's daf. So we'll just, we'll, we'll, we're going to stop in like the middle. All right, and then when we start tomorrow, Mr. Shem, we'll just, uh, you know, uh, update our minds. Reb Meir, Reb Lozben Yaakov, Ha'ayi B'chag HaSukas, B'chag HaSukas, B'chag HaSukas, is my darsh. What do they do with Chag HaSukas, Chag HaShvois, and Chag HaSukas, right? I mentions all three, so why don't they hold that you need, uh, you need all three? So it says, Reb Lozben Yaakov, 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 Reb Lozben that if you don't bring the carbon Chagiga of Shavuos, you have seven days, the same way you have seven days for the other Yom Tevim. Sukkot is only a one-day Yom Tev, Midaraisa. Hey, no, you mamish have like an entire week to make it up, right? And we know that, that, uh, that we, we don't say Tachanam for seven days after Shavuos because of this ability. Since you could bring the carbon, right, until seven days, it's like it's still connected to the Yom Tev of Shavuos. You could make it up all seven days. Why don't you compare it to Sukkot? And Sukkot, you have eight days, right? Because you also have Shemini Atzeres involved. So why are you comparing it to Chag Matzais over Chag Sukkot? They're all connected. So the Gemara says, Shmini the eighth day is not part of the Sukkot, it's its own, uh, it's its own Yomtif. And therefore, when you say, even if we connect it to Sukkot, you'll also only have seven days. Ay, Sukkot, you have eight. That's because that is Shmini Atzeres. But there's no connection between Shavuos and Shmini Atzeres. Says the Gemara, one second. Amor, Darmina Shmini Atzeres. Beautiful, yeah. We're getting back into uh, Sukkah and Yuma, right? Is Shmini Atzeres really its own yomtiv? No. For six halachas, it's different than Sukkis. Right? Remember, we were like Shmini Atzeres, like an in between kind of uh, kind of place. For the halachas of Pizar Kishav, it's diff- It has its own halachas. Everybody agrees that you can make up the first day Sukkis on the eighth day. The time we learned in the Mishnah. In Mesechta, uh, in in uh, in Sukkah, me shalaychag yom tov rishachag. A person who does not bring the carbon on the first day of yom tov, chaygegas kolar regel, and even yom tov achrin shalchag. So you see that it is the eighth day. So now we're back to step number one. If shmini atzeres is counted as day number eight of Sukkot, why shavuos? When it says chagat matzayis, chagat shavuos, chagat sukkot. Why Shavuos only have seven days of makeup because of Pesach? Give it eight days of makeup because of Sukkot. Back to our question. And for the Gemara, we have a choice. Do we give it seven days or eight days? There's a rule. The fasta merubah like the fasta. The fasta muot the fasta. 
You're ever going to learn something and you have a choice to take more or to take less, you always take less. Big decision in life. Yeah? What, what, what Big decision in life. Again? Don't risk it. Huh? Don't, don't what? Don't take more than you know you're allowed to have. Oh. So if, if, if you could connect Shavuos to Pesach and say, I have seven days, or connect it to Sukkot and say, I have eight days, we're going to take the seven days. Tafasta, Marubu like Tafasta, big, big musser for life. You want to grab more, you end up with nothing. You take too much, you end up cutting off your own leg. Tafasta, Marubu like Tafasta, you think you're getting more, you're not getting more. Tafasta, Mua, Tafasta, when you take less, you end up with what you have. So if we have a choice, seven or eight, we're going to take the seven. Says the Gemara, if we're now stating that Shmini Atzeres is the eighth day of Sukkot, so um, in what way is it is it uh, is it connected to Sukkot over here? Answers the Gemara, to compare it to Chagamatzais in this Kosek house. So, just like on Pesach, the halacha was everybody had to stay overnight in Yerushalayim, right? The Kavim Pesach needed to be eaten in Yerushalayim overnight. Avchag is to'on lina. So too, on the first night of Sukkot, when you were Eila Regal, you had to stay in Yerushalayim, v'hosam and all. And hey, no, on Pesach, you need to stay in Yerushalayim. In the morning, only after you finish your Kavim Pesach, are you able to go, were they allowed to go back to their Eilam, back to go, uh, allowed to go back to their tents. We'll hold it here for this evening. Best time we will pick up from here tomorrow, same time, hopefully in Yerushalayim. Uh, Gitanacht.